0: Of St. Louis Original Podcast. Let's wrap up the week by wrapping up what you need to know across the St. Louis region, as covered by KMOX in the St. Louis All Local. Today is Friday, February 23rd. I'm Michael Calhoun, our top local story. The St. Louis Mayor and Board of Aldermen are at odds over how surveillance technology should be regulated if red light cameras return. This week, a bill bringing red light cameras back will be discussed in committee. In anticipation, St. Louis City Mayor Tashara Jones has signed an executive order that outlines how St. Louis police can utilize surveillance technology with those cameras. However, this executive order differs from the Board of Aldermen's version of the legislation. In the Mayor's executive order, the police and public safety department have the power to implement new technology while the board's bill says they must approve of all new technology. Jones says their bill hinders law enforcement. And when you look at
1: how it's being implemented in other cities, um, it's actually detrimental and ties the
0: hands of, uh, of our law enforcement. I asked Mayor Jones how the board's bill ties the hands of law enforcement. She only said we should compare the legislation.
1: Well, we're going to give you a copy of the executive order and then you can compare it to the, to the current board bill.
0: So, we asked the bill's sponsor, Alderman Rasheen Aldrich. Well, one is oversight and one's not. That's just uh, the truth about it. Sean Malone, KMOX News. Alderman Aldrich's bill is set to appear in committee next week, along with the red light camera legislation. KMOX will stay on top of it. In response to Mayor Tashara Jones' executive order, Aldermanic President Megan Green called out the mayor. She says Mayor Jones is changing her tune on community oversight of police utilization of surveillance technology. Green says this is not the first instance this has happened and is afraid a pattern might be forming.
1: I don't want to be
0: right on that, and I hope that this is not a pattern of behavior that is emerging, and I would strongly encourage the mayor to get to the table with us like we have been asking for months and be clear. Green says the mayor has similarly backtracked her stance on oversight of the city justice center since being elected. A jury has acquitted a Ferguson man of murder in a 2021 shootout outside a bar. After more than five hours of deliberations, the jury found 27-year-old Rodriguez Fuqua not guilty of second-degree murder. This was Fuqua's second trial in the shooting death of 52-year-old Richard Young. Young was a bystander hit during the gunfire outside the Other Place 2 Bar and Grill on St. Louis Avenue. This happened in October of 2021. Fuqua testified he fired in self-defense after being assaulted during a bar fight. He was paralyzed from the waist down during the shootout. Scott Jagow, KMOX News. Baldwin, police are investigating the discovery of a body in the lower pond of Velasquez Park. Police say a fisherman found the body and called police, but they add there is no danger to the public. Investigators are not releasing the person's identity. With a number of new hotel projects around the region, new data is showing mixed results for the ones open for business. In the
1: past year, January to January, the occupancy rate at hotels in the region dropped by almost 7 percent. That's a bigger than average drop among top 25 cities in the country. Also, the rest- Revenue per available room, or RevPAR, dropped about 4.5%, while other cities saw an increase. And the hike in the daily room rate here was more than double other top 25 cities. Those numbers come from real estate data firm CoStar. Frank Casimaw with Moody's tells the Business Journal, a succession of Fed rate hikes spooked people and fears of a recession pushed down travel spending nationwide. He says the market fundamentals in St. Louis are actually pretty strong. Debbie Monterey, KMOX News.
0: Governor J.B. Pritzker included more than $180 million in funding for migrant services in his budget proposal. That plan is drawing criticism from some state lawmakers like Representative Noreen Hammond.
1: $2.8 billion has been dedicated to services for migrants and undocumented immigrants, while services for our most vulnerable citizens remain chronically underfunded and underserved.
0: Governor Pritzker says he'll continue to push the Biden administration to provide more support for states who are responding to the influx of people. The KMOX business desk, you may have a delay getting some prescriptions refilled tonight. KMOX virtual consumer editor Megan Lynch tells us why.
1: A cybersecurity breach at a major health services provider has prompted a shutdown of the network. United Health tells CBS News it became aware of the threat Wednesday and disconnected its systems to prevent further impact. A number of smaller pharmacies as well as pharmaceutical giant Walgreens have reported delays. Walgreens does say it has processes in place to try to minimize the impact. Well,
0: as we continue on KMOX, we are keeping tabs on the situation at Anheuser-Busch where Teamsters and the company have yet to come to agreement on a contract deal that would keep workers brewing beer. Jeff Pedallaro is the director of the Teamsters Brewery Conference. Uh, so Jeff, first of all, what what is the deadline? Remind us of that and what happens at that point?
1: So the contract expires, well first of all thank you for having me today, Uh, the contract expires February 29th at midnight and as of March 1st if we don't have uh, an agreement in place then this company is going to put itself on strike.
0: Does this literally mean a stoppage of beer flowing out of all the U.S. breweries and onto store shelves? That's correct, yep. And what is the latest on the negotiations? We talked with you on KMOX about a week ago. Uh, have there been any developments? And and remind people what this is all about.
1: So uh, the short answer is there have been no developments because the comp the company is still uh, has still not come to grips with uh, the membership's demand for job security, and uh, you know there's nothing scheduled. We have uh, general president. O'Brien and I have requested the company's last best and final offer to sort of push this along to date the company has resisted that and uh, we have no formal date scheduled and you know we'll see you know at this point it's a waiting game to see if the company's gonna if the company's gonna do the right thing by the workers or you know if they're gonna they're gonna put themselves in the
0: street, Now, this is not just, we're obviously in St. Louis, uh, the home of AB, but this is not just a St. Louis impact.
1: No, it's a national issue. There's 12 breweries throughout the United States.
0: And the the Teamsters have said previously that AB's most recent offer threatened to close multiple breweries and enact permanent layoffs uh, company-wide. Can you talk about the St. Louis brewery? Is that one of those floated as a possible closure?
1: Well, I'm not going to I'm not going to discuss specific proposals. Uh, what I'll tell you is, the company's last proposal did not address job security for the membership. Uh, you know, this has been a longstanding issue from when negotiations started. We've been bargaining really since uh, last September, uh, and the company has known that job security is you know one of the top tier issues. Uh, along with the two-tier system. We have corrected the problem with the two-tier healthcare. care. Uh, however, you know, job security is, is right up there with it. doesn't matter what the rest of the contract looks like. If you don't have a secure job, then, you know, it doesn't matter what the rest of the contract looks like. And the uh, company hasn't wanted to address it.
0: Now, what kind of role has has the greater labor situation recently, whether it's, uh, you know, we've heard about UPS, uh, we've heard about the automakers, uh, has that put any pressure on the company or has it bolstered your position at all?
1: Uh, well, I can't tell you if it's put any pressure on the company or not, but I can tell you there is a groundswell of support. Uh, our members are the ones that brew the beer. Uh, our members are the ones that have put this company in the position that it's in, in so far as... They've had record sales the past couple of years. This company is making, uh, you know, is making a ton of money. Uh, You know, they have, uh, they're in the middle of a billion dollar stock buyback. They have, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars to support uh, UFC. They have, you know, 21 plus million dollars for, you know, for a few Super Bowl ads. Uh, You know, millions and millions of dollars to, to throw at the Olympics and yet they can't seem to make their way find their way to provide job security for the very people who put them in a position to be able to have those dollars and cents to spend so it's uh, you know it's really problematic and it's unfortunate you know we we stand ready to uh ready willing and available to you know negotiate and bring this thing to a successful conclusion. But, you know, as long as the company maintains its position that, uh, you know, they don't want to protect jobs and treat the people with the, uh, you know, with, with what they deserve, give the people what they deserve in a, in a new contract, you know, the clock's ticking. And, you know, as of uh, March 1st at midnight, they'll put themselves on strike
0: of course, in St. Louis, we are curious, as the historical headquarters of Anheuser-Busch, uh, from a jobs perspective, from a civic perspective, the role of St. Louis in the company, whatever you're able to tell us about, you know, are the executives in St. Louis that you're negotiating with, are you coming to St. Louis, is St. Louis kind of still the headquarters from what you can tell?
1: Uh, I don't know exactly where all the executives are from. I can tell you the last time we negotiated, we negotiated in Washington, D.C.,
0: and I understand that Teamsters, are, uh, they may hold a practice strike. Is that uh, kind of an informational picket? What might that look like, and, and when might that come?
1: Practice picketing has been ongoing for pretty close a month at all 12 breweries. Uh, they've all had multiple uh, practice pickets. It's, at this point, it's been increasing, uh, and while maybe not every brewery is doing it every day, uh, it's happening multiple times a week uh, across the country.
0: Jeff Pedalero, the director of the Teamsters Brewery Conference. Thank you so much for getting us up to speed here on KMOX, Jeff. You got it. Thank you. And a statement from Anheuser-Busch InBev says: While our goal remains reaching a timely agreement that recognizes the talent, commitment, and the drive of our brewery employees, we continue to implement a number of precautionary measures to guarantee business continuity and continue serving our customers. Come March 1st, Anheuser-Busch is prepared to operate our breweries and keep beer stocked in the event there is a work stoppage. We are disappointed in how union leadership has conducted itself in these negotiations, but remain committed to securing a successor contract that continues to position the company and employees. For for shared long-term success. I'm Michael Calhoun. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe and get all the news on the Odyssey app.